The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Foolish Mortals to Horror Hotel, a PoppyChuloRadio.com original series, Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. I am your host and hotel owner, Jeffrey Aruz. We're so glad you could check in. We've been dying to have you. Here on Horror Hotel, we're going to explore some of Hollywood's scariest, most frightening, and creepiest films. Please welcome my co-hosts, Night Manager Legionnaire. You're screaming like that over a spider. Yeah, pretty much. No. Concierge supervisor Cynthia Boyede. Hello. Night auditor Mark Estes. Hello. And guest services supervisor, service with a smile, Donovan Trot. Turn the damn lights on. <laughs> okay. Before we head on over to the ballroom, let's stop by the front desk where one of our bellhops has a few special announcements. Good evening. We thank you for your patronage. Please step all the way in and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. (laughs) I didn't mean to frighten you prematurely. The real chills come later. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash p-c-r horror hotel. Follow Pampichulo Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Pampichulo Radio. For more information on Horror Hotel, visit pampichuloradio.com slash horror hotel. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at panpichuloradio.com. Help support Panpichulo Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash panpichuloradio. Are you interested in joining the Panpichulo Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at panpichuloradio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Panpichulo Radio programs by visiting panpichuloradio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Panpichulo Radio's Horror Hotel and subscribe. Now, grab some popcorn and some snacks. You may step into the ballroom. It's time for your feature presentation. Thank you. It's time to fire up the film projector in our ballroom so that we can discuss 2007's Paranormal Activity. 
Here's the official synopsis of the film. After moving into a suburban home, a couple becomes increasingly disturbed by a nightly demonic presence. It's very vague. All Ooh. right, everybody. Oh, Aww. wow. wow. <laughs> That's a good yes. start. Well, <laughs> y'all know my question. Had you ever seen 2007's Paranormal Activity before? And um, so that we can keep him awake, let's ask him first. Donovan. Yes, unfortunately, I've seen this movie before. Oh. Cynthia. Yes, fortunately, I've seen this movie before. And I'm fortunate about it. <laughs> Mark. Yep. Legionnaire. I have. And I had as well. Actually, I remember seeing this in the movie theaters. Oh, you was one of them? I was. And uh, if I recall correctly, they had a gimmick the first month it was out in theaters. Like, people could request it to come to their city. And, and I remember, like, a group of friends of mine and I were really excited when it was in Miami. And so we went to see it on a Friday night to a packed theater. And a bunch of people walked out halfway through it. Donovan probably was one of them. I'm sure I was one of them. Yes. <laughs> Some people, they... I, it's... It's a very slow movie, which I guess we'll discuss that. And, and a lot of people were not approving of it. So, um, <laughs> okay. Found footage. This is what we are dealing with, with paranormal activity. In a different sort of way, or in a similar yet different sort of way than the Blair Witch Project, which I guess is sort of considered at least modern day wise you know as sort of like the um the found footage film but it wasn't until many years later almost a decade later that paranormal activity came out and this is the one that sort of triggered uh, several found footage movies to you know start popping up like this was the one that uh really started the trend i would say so let's get into it. It's a story about a haunted house. We've seen stories like this before, but it's using the found footage genre to um, express it. So we start off the movie with a disclaimer, you know, to make it seem real. You know, we thank the families for cooperating and blah, blah, blah. And we see a lot of footage shot on home video like shot like on, on a home video camera there's at some point when we see um like security cameras nanny cams and that kind of stuff that are installed to see what's going on in the house what did you all think of the usage of found footage in sort of telling this story about a haunting in a house. Let's start off with someone who I think liked it. So, Cynthia, we'll uh, go to you first, and then Donovan will give the rebuttal. I think it was really great, because usually you, when they do movies about, like, hauntings and demonic possessions, it's usually from, like, oh, this, it seems like it's, like, a retelling of something you've heard before. 
So it seems a tale as old as time. True as something something. Wow, I need to watch Disney movies again. Yeah, but it just seemed like realer, more realistic than it seemed realer. Else. Yeah, ish. Not real, like oh, I believe this happened. It just seemed like it was their story, and they were they were telling it firsthand, and we got a glimpse into these people's lives. And what also helped was that the the video quality wasn't that great, so. It made it look like a YouTube. Realer. Yeah, a YouTube vlogger is just like walking around and talking about their life is what I gleaned mm, from. Very Joanne the scammer. Yeah. Get out of my Caucasian right. house. <laughs> That's what they should have said to the demon. <laughs> <laughs> I got Donovan to laugh. All right. It's a dumb movie. Oh gosh, Donovan. It's not that bad. <laughs> oh, okay. Talk Look, to me about the found the usage of found footage. All right. So you mentioned the the um warning or the thank you at the very beginning of the film. Can I just say that there is if you sit to the end of the credits, there's a, another book into that. Basically, I guess by law they have to say. None of the events you just watched were real, blah, 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 blah. So it's like, Yeah, they do that, though, and and I think every movie that says, you know, the, the um, if anyone's but, names or whatever. Well, no, it, this was a different one, though. This was a different one because so much of the marketing around this film, I think, was, I mean, this movie is only entertaining if you think that this is real or it might be real, like that's pretty much the only way any of what you're watching could be semi-interesting. Like if you know this is a movie that, you know, these are actors and blah, blah, blah. If you go in knowing that this movie is so bad, it's so boring, so silly. It was just bad. And like the reason I brought up the disclaimer at the end was because they had the one in the beginning, and it's like the whole hype around this movie was, is it real? Is it not real? Blah, blah, blah. And then at the very end of the movie, like, well, actually, no, it's not real. Like, so it, it was just, like, so silly to me. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you mentioned earlier that the synopsis was kind of vague. So is the movie. The whole thing is vague. Nothing happens the whole time. I don't like these people. I don't like this couple. There's only four people in the movie because probably because they couldn't afford any more actors, and it was oh just, my gosh. it was a mess. The video the video quality wasn't great, like Cynthia said, but it wasn't great because they didn't have money for better uh, equipment. Like you know, I get that it's a found footage movie, but even in the Blair Witch, you heard everything clearly. In this movie, half the time they're like, "Oh my god, did you hear that?" And I'm like, "I didn't hear anything." And I'm sitting in a theater with. Uh, surround sound and I didn't hear it so like if you're hearing something I should be able to hear it it's just I mean it was whole, it was all silly nothing happened till the end and even then it was stupid I didn't like it someone is very pissed it's mm. a waste of time this movie was a waste of time it, it really bitter was. party of one it, this movie was a very <laughs> successful marketing campaign and nothing more but what about when they put the the flower on the floor, and there were hooves. 
Child, if you don't get out of here with this silliness. <laughs> okay. Mark, mm. what about you? Found footage, was it effective to you? Um, after Donovan's joined. <laughs> mm. I feel I'm, I'm the person to try to raise their finger up and try to get a word in, but it's <laughs> like, I, 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 well. but for, at the time, the story, I, I was like, you know, like you said earlier, Jeff, when, you know, you hear the whole advertisement to get it brought to your city, you know, of course, they bring it to Mike because we didn't have a theater here, Aww. but I eventually did see it on um, DVD when first hit. Um, I thought it was effective. However, there were moments where you kind of like looking at the screen like, but why are y'all doing it? Like, you know, you have to get like the the, the constant recording and telling the story through like, you know, um, camera footage, uh, like, you know, surveillance footage and stuff like that. And just everything just seemed to be convenient. This is like this. the Whoever found the tapes, you had to figure out how do they piece together this cohesive story. You see what I'm saying? Because you found tapes now. Oh yeah, all the angles. All these angles, and how did you know to piece everything together? And like, what story are you trying to tell? And the only inkling of a possibility for the reason why all this shit is going on is when they find that one picture that was like, you know, it's kind of like, oh, so this demon must have something to do with her past. But at the same time, they really didn't answer that. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because at the time, the studio had to have been thinking that they had a franchise in their hands. Mm. And that's why they kind of withheld so much information. And now, granted, I've always believed the logic that the less you know, the more scary a story or a horror movie is. But in this case, that logic did not apply because it still didn't make any sense. It's like, oh, shit's happening inside the house. Why haven't y'all not got up and left yet? Like, why are y'all still there recording? It just seems like if I notice that something's going on, I'm not going back home. I personally don't want to leave, take anything out the house with me except for the clothes in my bag because I don't know if the spirit might want to possess something and travel with me or something like that. I don't know. It just, it took me out. But at the time of when I watched it for the first time and didn't notice there was a sequel coming out and, you know, I was like, okay, I'm here for the mythology. I'm just trying to see where the story is going. But to be honest, I, I, was, I told everybody after the second one came out, watch Paranormal Activity along with the second movie. It didn't all make sense, but the fact that I got to tell people that, it kind of speaks volumes. And I hope that yeah. made a lot of sense. So. But well, they, they did couldn't explain. leave. The, the psychic told them, the psychic guy that came in to look at the house said that the house is not haunted, you're haunted. So they couldn't just yeah. leave because it would have followed. Okay, that's a plot point I've completely forgot because at that time I was like, you know, leave your girlfriend maybe. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, you I know, thought because, the same thing. You know, just go get yourself clean. <laughs> just leave your loved one to deal with this on their own. Yeah, but wow. like they're not married. It's easy to just go, you know, like yeah, just break up. Yeah, maybe the ghost telling y'all y'all should be together before marriage anyway. Y'all live in the yeah. house like y'all married. I'm just I'm just playing. I'm, I'm playing. I'm not playing. Leave your girlfriend. <laughs> well, like, you he would have been alive. Mm. Yeah. Legionnaire, what about you? What did you think of the usage of found footage? Um, when I saw it, I thought, I, you know, I was like, oh, okay. How, how very Blair Witch-like. Um, but I think it worked. I think it worked for the movie overall. It, it just, it just, it plotted 
very slowly. So I lost interest very quickly, unfortunately. Okay. I didn't mind the usage of the found footage. I mean, it is kind of interesting if you really think of, like, the grand scheme of things, kind of like how Mark mentioned it. Like, somebody had to, like, piece all this together. All these different mm -hmm. cameras, all these, you know, the, the different means in, in which they're filming everything, and, like, they paste, they pasted together a cohesive story of, like demonic possession and a haunted house and uh you know well, you just followed the dates it was recorded by right that is true but like to clip out like mm -hmm. the right moments you know what i'm saying somebody had to watch a lot of footage a lot but of I footage feel like, yeah I, I feel like this is the type of movie where half of it is just nothing happening so apparently they didn't clip out enough oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was sitting there half the movie but I would say this with, like, any type of found footage movie. Even the VHS movies that came out, it's like... Oh, VHS. Found, yeah, who found these tapes? And what possessed y'all to put all this together? It's like, that's the... To me, you know, it's like... What Cynthia. Are you, to get out, you know? Mm. Cynthia found it, and she put it together. <laughs> yeah. Cause I wanted to share the love. Yes. <laughs> well, well, we return to Santa because I don't want no demons in my house. <laughs> but, uh, but it goes back to the Blair Witch Project, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to compare and contrast these two for just a second. Blair Witch, they pieced all the information together in their movie because you knew at the end of the movie, it was like the cops found these this footage, and they pieced it together. You see what I'm saying? It's like they trying to figure out, like, okay, this is what the footage we found, and maybe that was also date stamped or whatnot. But we all knew that these girls were missing. Did these girls? This, these three, these young, young ladies. <laughs> yeah, these young ladies in the woods. <laughs> these filmmakers were gone, and they've been gone for so many years. And this is so that's the setup. But paranormal activity is just like here's some found footage. Basically, you have to ask yourself like, what's the why? So it's like, but you know, yeah, we we found these tapes though, but why? Like, what happened before and after? What it if just, the sister found it? So what? The sister. What if she found it? She we don't come into the second movie. And she died. Don't never mention the the Spoiler the alert to the listeners. I am a big spoiler phone type person, but I would just say this. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm she not doesn't really it. die, listeners. She's alive in our hearts. Yeah, but... <laughs> but the actress died, not the character. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh god. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> Because I remember the boyfriend, Mika, Nika, mentioning that Micah. he was... Mika or Mika. Mika. Brzezinski. Oh, sorry, I was thinking Empire and Nika. Anyways. Okay, yes. Um, he was mentioning... He mentioned editing the videos. But who was he editing them for? I guess it goes back to, like, who's the... The criminologist. Yes. Even still, just like... That's the only... Every time I watch a found footage movie, I'm like, okay... I need the gist of why you found these tapes. Now, VH1 had a good, cohesive argument. These people bumped into these tapes, and they just watched them as they, and they you know, that made sense. Blair Witch Project, it Did was Did you just, call it you know, VH1? I said, v, I said VHS. Okay, VHS, yes. For some reason, I think I heard VH1, but maybe you didn't say that. No. You maybe I'm about, just thinking about VH1. Thinking about I love hip-hop right now. You're probably trying to sit back and watch it, but... Um, what he's saying is... Cardi like, B? What, what Mark is saying is, like, true. Like, all right, found footage is a framing device. It's a way to tell a story, but it is not the story itself. 
And in the Blair Witch Project, the framing device was the cops. These kids went missing. The cops found this footage. Here it is. Uh, so you have a periphery. You know, you know what contest this is happening in. With this movie, that little um, clip it or snippet or whatever that you get at the very beginning, uh, the disclaimer is all you get. And it literally says, thank you for the cooperation of the blah, blah, blah family and the blah, blah, blah family. And that was it. That was all you got. So it failed because they didn't build anything up around it, you know? Well, there you go. Yeah. Let's discuss the pacing of the movie. Because as I mentioned, like, I went to see this in theaters, and uh, I wouldn't say halfway through the movie, but like a good 40 minutes into the movie, I think people started to leave. Well, let me rephrase that. People did start to leave, and I think it's because of the pacing of the movie. Like, I'll be honest, like, I was enthralled by the movie the first time that I was watching it, because... Like, these type of movies, like haunted houses, demonic possessions, those are the types of scary movies that creep me out. I'm not that creeped out by, I guess, real stuff, for lack of a better word. Like, movies like Saw, or um, at least nowadays, like Friday the 13th, and Nightmare on Elm Street, and that kind of stuff. It doesn't really get me, but like, haunted house movies, and possession movies um or like really creepy um alien abduction movies like the stuff that you don't know if it's real is the stuff that kind of creeps me out so i was like into the story but i completely agree especially upon rewatching it that it is very slow in the beginning like i don't think we get our first real haunting until like 30 minutes into the movie maybe and what was that? A chair moved? The door opened and The closed. door. Yeah. That's how many times I've watched the movie. That's when mm. I would have got up and left. When that, I was like, that door moving is it? I'm done. Get my purse. I'm done. Yeah, it was like 20 minutes into the movie, the door moving. Yeah, that was yeah, that was like the first thing. But it's a lot of setup. It's a lot of getting to know the couple. It, it can be couple. a... Well, it can be a bit... Um, monotonous but I feel like and as someone that actually enjoys the movie I think that seeing them do almost like the mundane is is what Mm. well what is supposed to endear us to them so that once you can rebuttal in a moment like once the like the crazy stuff is happening then you know you're supposed to sort of like feel for them i think maybe no okay so no crazy stuff okay thank you mark yeah i I can get i can get with that but let's talk about the pacing because i know legionnaire you had a problem with the pacing yeah it was just a lot i mean yeah i mean it was i mean i recognized it as being set up but there was a lot of time you know before we really got any kind of real action as to what was going on. And it just, I don't know. It just, it was really hard to stay interested even when things started happening for me. Yeah. They're not the most Uh, interesting of people. Yeah. And that was the thing. It was like, if there was something like really interesting about their relationship that we could have, you know, seen or or, or lived through before things really started happening, then that would have made it a little more palatable. But 
you know, as a couple, they just they weren't they weren't that interesting. Donovan, let's get the negative first. <laughs> negative of what? <laughs> the pacing. <laughs> I mean, in order for there to be pacing, there has to be a plot or something needs to happen at some point. But like, nothing happened at any point. Hey. It was just a mess. Just so Katie up. just had a bad case of gas throughout the whole movie. Basically, like, really that was some like, big-ass burrito she ate. Right, so the characters were not developed in such a way to where you gave any fucks about them. Like, her boyfriend, Micah, Mika, was so annoying the whole movie. He was just so, like, and it wasn't, it wouldn't have been so bad if these people were interesting or maybe they had interesting lives or you saw them outside of the house at some point. But the fact that you're stuck in the house with these two people who are so basic and so annoying, oh. I just do not <laughs> care. It just I don't care what happens to you. Oh, seriously. Basic. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Cynthia. Okay. okay. So pacing. I think what they were trying to do was, like, make it more realistic. Most couples don't have, like, exciting lives day to day. I don't think. What am I? Who am I to know I'm single? But Aww. they don't have, like, <laughs> they don't have, like, interesting, like, one. What? Nothing. You guys, if you're, shade. if you're listening to this and you're into my voice, call me. <laughs> one nine hundred, Cynthia. <laughs> From oh, midnight to four a.m., it's only four ninety nine a call. It is. It's pretty reasonable. But for the one in five million, it's free. <laughs> okay. 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 What was I saying again? Oh yeah. No, I remember. He just threw her off. <laughs> Don't you hate him, Cynthia? The <laughs> worst. The pacing. Oh, Our pacing is is everywhere tonight. Mm. <laughs> okay, pacing. Um, yeah, I think they were trying to make them look, make it feel more realistic. And yeah, I agree with you guys. The characters were not likable at all. Neither one of them was likable. Micah was doing too much. And then she was doing nothing at all. Like she's like, oh, I'm just going to wait. Let's wait and see. Oh, Micah, what are you doing? Don't do that. Okay, let's go now. I'm like, what are turn you doing? Turn the camera off, Micah. Yeah, turn it off. <laughs> okay. Wait, is Katie here? <laughs> Wait, I hope not. I like you. You're nice. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, I get what you mean by pacing. But also coming, looking at it from like a spiritual demonic movie kind of makes sense because from what I've seen in movies about demons, they toy with you first. So they make you think like, yeah, I'm here, but I'm not really here. It's all in your mind. And then they just pop out of anywhere. So it makes sense. No, go ahead. Oh, are you a demon? <laughs> he just popped out of nowhere. <laughs> what, no, what I was going to say is that, to Cynthia's point, demons do typically in these types of movies, they play with you a bit before they possess you. 
But this yeah. bitch got possessed like three, four times before the end of the movie. So I'm like, what is this demon doing? Like, do you want to possess her or no? It's like he's jumping in, jumping out, jumping in, jumping out. Well, like, I don't get it. Like a Destiny's Child song. Jump in, jump in. Demons yeah. leave your man at home. The club <laughs> is full of ballers and their pockets are full grown. Oh my gosh. Even the demon was born. All he did was move some chairs and set a Ouija board on fire. Like, Please. Mark, give us some pacing. Before he bit her in the back. Yeah. Our man probably did that. That was a serious Nikki. Oh, God. That was Mika. Mark, give me some pacing. Pacing, um... But pacing, um, basically, I was agree with everybody on both sides of the argument. Um, I am with the... I am with the camp of taking some characters and putting them in mundane, like like you said, Jeff, put them in like, you know, everyday situations, stuff like that, to get to know them, to get to love, you know, to care what happens to them later on in the movie. But it don't take 20 minutes to do all of that. And then on top of that, if you're stuck inside the house, then you're not getting to know them outside the house. You only get to know them there as the supposed paranormal activity is happening. And to be honest, I thought that both of them were annoying, mm-hmm. and because oh, towards the, end of, to the to the towards the end of the movie, I was like, "Oh damn, that's fucked up." You know, we got to the end of the movie, I'm like, "Oh damn, that was fucked up." But I was just intrigued as to why the demon was still trying to fuck with them. But it's like when you get to the end of the movie, and that's when the movie gets interesting. It's a it's really a little bit too late. You know what I'm saying? Because I'll be honest, I've only seen the first movie once, and I didn't see the I didn't see the point of going back and seeing it again after I saw the second one. Because, like I said, it's good to watch actually the first three all together. And I think they did that. They pieced them together just like they did the Godfather trilogy, where they mm. just they cut them. They they yeah, this is exactly because, like the Godfather trilogy. <laughs> in terms of like the chopping up of how they did it, now you know that this is like apples and oranges, but they chopped up the Godfather trilogy and gave us like the they put it in um sequential orders I'm trying to say and they did the same thing it's a super cut of a paranormal activity one through three where they put them in order of events if I'm trying to say to make the story make sense so um because again if you just watch this movie by itself you're gonna be left like I don't know why the, the why so no matter how much the pacing they sat there to give us a caring bone about Mika and Katie the why was not there. Like, why should we care for them? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is this stuff happening to them? It just did not work, looking back. But at first, I was just, like I said, in, I was enthralled about the mythology, the little morsels of mythology that we got in the first movie. But, yeah, the pacing wasn't going to save it here or there. I just think that a lot of, like you said, Jeff, you was like, everybody was so caught up in the hype that, you know, mm-hmm. but once that hype dies down, then all the plot holes start forming and stuff like that. And no matter... If they'd have gave us some action all throughout the movie, it still would have, like, you know, done anything. So, that makes sense. Yeah. So, I know that we've kind of um, discussed a little bit about it already, but I feel like we, we should have an actual conversation about it because they are the stars of the movie. I mean, they are the, the co-leads. I mean, there, there are, I think, two other actors in the movie, right? Besides them? Yeah. 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 So, Katie and Micah. 
what did we think of them? Boring. Dumb. Like Micah, you're basically the rich one. You could have left her. Like, excuse you, leave that woman alone. I like that that's the reason you think he's dumb. Because he's the rich one. (laughs) There are many more more reasons. First of all, they said, don't talk to the demon. What does Mr. Man decide to do? Hey, it's been really quiet here. We're not scared. What are you doing? Then something scary happens. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to do exactly what they said I shouldn't do. I'm going to go get myself a Ouija board Mm. and then talk to this demon. And then... Can we we talk about the name Toby? (laughs) I was so over that name. Like, Mm. something elder, I'm like, ugh. (laughs) I was like, why Toby? You know what's funny? That's my brother's name. Oh, oh. Now, oh I, wait, I like no, I like Tobias, but I don't like Toby. Now, I don't know if Toby is a short form of Tobias. I've never known that though. But if it's Tobias, I like it. Just if like you're that. white, if you're white, it's a short form of Tobias. If you're Nigerian, it's a short form of Olua Toby. Okay, yeah. I like the Nigerian version. Thank I you. like both. You're welcome. This damage control. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I like Toby Cynthia. It's a nice name. Thank you. I named him. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. So any other thoughts on Katie and Micah? Ugh. Or Toby. Thoughts on them. They're just so nothing. They're just ugh. They didn't give again. It's just like you didn't get much from them. It's just that they were the I'm doing air quotes, happy couple, and all of a sudden shit just starts to happen for no apparent reason. Mm. And that's all you get. And that's all you had to work with for the but whole see, what, hour, 15, 20 minutes of the movie. But see, here's the thing. They weren't well drawn out. The characters, yeah, they were mundane, sort of everyday people, but who wants to go to a movie theater and watch mundane everyday people we go to the movies to be excited and to be interesting and yes exciting interesting things can happen to mundane people but nothing exciting or interesting happened in this movie if you ask me so then if the bulk of the film is going to be in these moments where nothing happens you need to give us some interesting people to look at because if you got boring people in boring situations it's going to be a boring damn movie i'm sorry it just was And talking about pacing earlier, the movie that popped into my head, there's a difference between pacing and boring. Halloween had some very slow pacing to it, but that was still happening. It was a Monday day for her, but things were happening, and there was a feeling and all of that. So it can effectively be done that, you know, you have a very ordinary day, and then there's, like, this sinister element thrown in. This was just, like, born on top of born with something thrown in at the end way too late. They tried to throw something in um, the sex scene, if we could call it that. I don't know what that was. And after, he's like, oh, this girl's a freak. And that's all we got. So <laughs> I'm just giving that to you. Hold on to it next time you watch it. <laughs> I'm going to use that as my ringtone. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna say this. I know we talked about this one, though, but I just want to throw this out here. I felt like the second, since we talk about pacing, I felt like the second movie had way better pacing than the first one did. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna leave mm-hmm. it at that. Well, I saw snippets of the second movie, and I don't agree. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Let's talk about the haunting. Now, let's pretend, because it is found footage, so let's pretend this was real, and you are living in that house, and you are experiencing what they are experiencing. We are all people of color. There seems to be some sort of thing with Caucasian people where they seem to tolerate a lot more than a lot of us would. So, when would you have left the house? Am I the haunted or the spouse of the haunted? Um, either or. It's all kind of the same. As the spouse of the haunted, I would have left the haunted alone. Oh, you would have left... Oh. <laughs> I would have left her, him. I think the day the guy came in and said, Oh, it's not the house, it's you. Yeah, the psychic. I would have told her, like, We need to get you room and board somewhere. Yeah. Um, right. Exactly. Away from me. Nice meeting you. Um, <laughs> let's call the dermatologist, and exactly. once you get that sorted out, you can move back in because you know we can't afford a burnt down house right now. So, like, I love you and all, or not really. Like, good luck with your future <laughs> I mean, I mean, endeavors. As soon as we establish that whatever this is is actually following you, yeah, I, I love you, boo, but uh. Yeah. We can, we, I, I'll, I'll help you get to where you can get you some help. But yeah, I, I can't fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell her. You might have to stay with your sister. So yeah, it will be the same situation. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to stay around, but I'm going to find a way to get you some help. Yeah. It's a nice like that. From a distance. <laughs> right. I'll be on the phone with you. Because well, I, can, I, I, can't, I can't do you no good if I'm dead, too. If whatever got you, go kill me. Yeah. <laughs> or how do I know I, that what is possessing you is not trying to kill me through you? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Right. So, you know, let me, get, let, let me get you to the professionals, and then, you know, we're going to see what they can work out for you. Or I just, like, get a job somewhere else and be like, oh, my God, I got a promotion. It was just, like, out of nowhere. Um, See you in six years. Good luck. Bye. Wow. Okay. What if you were? What if you were the hauntee, though? Oh shit. Mm. <laughs> but see, here's the here's another issue with the film is that they do make the distinction that the house is not haunted; she's haunted. So if that's the case, why can't we see her experience this outside of the house? Why does it? Mm-hmm. Why does everything have to center? It's found this footage. House? But you can't take a camera with her. They can't. Okay. Film she wasn't somewhere else. You Michael want you wanted Toby with. to go to the grocery store with her? No, Michael <laughs> was the one who was into like the recording of everything. Mm-hmm. But to, but Donovan has a good point. That could have enhanced yeah. their um like it could enhance mm-hmm. their, 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 their character development. Yeah, you know, she could she, go she to the Whole Foods and the cereal aisle, and the cereal starts flying, and but yeah. she didn't have. She didn't have to go to the Whole Foods, or she if she if she, she did, but she could have came home and been like, you know, I, this crazy thing happened to me today at work. You know, just something. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you know, something, but just come home like, turn the light off, you know, let's go to bed, you know, like, oh, that's weird, let's go to bed, you know what I'm saying, like, where'd you find that? Oh, that is kind of creepy, let's go to bed, that's pretty much what it was. Mm. Yeah. And home, but like, look, something was like, I felt somebody like smack me upside the back of my head today at my job, and nobody, you know, she just broke down and started crying, they were talking about it, and then he could have been like, you know, where well, I found this information, but I went to do some research, or he could have went to the library, or he could have volunteered to go with her to work. And just sit there mm-hmm. and record her throughout the day and some stuff happened, you know, something to enhance their, you know, characters. Because you just coming home, it's like no mention of what happened in y'all's lives during the day. I mean, you don't have to say everything, but just if the spirit is really hunt, haunting you, why is he only attacking you when you come inside the house? And when you're asleep. When you're asleep. Mm. It's just like, you know. It's a rapist spirit. <laughs> <laughs> it's an incubus. <laughs> But folks get it down. Folks get it done at the work job and at the grocery store. They might be some, you know, exhibitionists. I don't know. It's just oh. something. It's something, you know. It's like that. Remember that movie, Drag Me to Hell. That I loved movie. Drag Me to Hell. It was pretty much the same thing. She was haunted by a demon, and it followed her everywhere she went. She was at work. She was in her friend's house. She was seeing a psychic. She was like, you know, it was like at the in-laws on her. I love Drag Me to Hell. So good. <laughs> yeah. And surprisingly very funny. Very humorous. Yeah. Yes. So if spooky stuff is happening in your house, would you get a Ouija board? Um, For what? Right. Like, that's, what, that's extra money I have to spend for, like, why? Right. To tell me, to tell me what I already know. You already know something's haunting you. Why do you need right. it? <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm sure they're expensive. Like, no, I don't have money to spend on a demon. <laughs> and wasn't this after the psychic made clear this is not a ghost, this is a demon? Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't want to talk to you. It wants to possess you. Like... That's why, yeah. The man told you what to do. Call the, call the demonologist. That's what y'all need to do. Yep. And they didn't but... do that. <laughs> Till the end, he's like, oh, you know what? Let me put some powder on the floor. And if that doesn't work, then we can call him. I'm like... Powder on the floor? Like, is... The baby like, powder. What? Yeah, like, why? What is the powder on the floor going to do? Is it going to eradicate it or just to sit that's there and show you? That's how they show the footprints, right? That's that's what, again, that's again to tell you something you already, already know. know. Exactly, <laughs> because all it's going to do is just sit there and just say, yeah, I'm here. Let me stomp on this powder right quick and show y'all that I'm here. This is the umpteen time. Let me stomp on this powder. That's so good. All I gotta do is do demiologist. I'm not gonna lie. Like, if I was not believing up until that point, like, that shit would have made me believe. I'd be like, what the fuck was in this damn house? Right. Yeah. Like, ugh, so stupid. If I was the hunty, I would be drinking, like, holy water, like, it's tea every day showering in holy water like <laughs> i i don't even know like where you getting all this holy water from <laughs> i don't know the church you got someone to pray on all your pipes pray on your pipes what i said like they're giving it away by the gallon at the church probably like they probably just want to dunk me in it and i'll be happy to like you know what anything anything anyone wants to do yeah she <laughs> needed an exorcism Big yeah, I thought about that life. Can before we end, 
at least some time before we end the discussion, I really wanted to talk about the reason why all this went down whenever we get a chance. So. Okay. We'll talk. Let's discuss that in just a moment because I want to yeah. talk first about the actual uh, conclusion of the movie because the um, the hauntings sort of like escalate at a rapid pace and uh, Katie gets dragged from her bed. There's a scream from downstairs. Micah gets flung to the damn camera. Then Katie walks in uh, fully possessed. Um, she goes down on the floor. She sniffs at uh, Micah in a very animalistic fashion. She looks directly at the camera and her face kind of demonically morphs. And then she lunges at us, or, or the camera at least. What did y'all think of the conclusion of uh, the movie? And uh, I know that we discussed pacing issues and a couple of you had problems with uh, the pacing of the movie, but you did sort of reference the ending and how that sort of like, I guess where all the good stuff happens. So what did y'all think of the end? Wait, I need to ask a question. Yes. Maybe I got a haunted version, but she cuts her throat in the end, right? That's that is the alternate ending, I believe, right? There is okay. an alternate ending, yes. I think she cut I, her throat. Yeah. I thought I was going crazy. My sister and I were arguing about this too, because we're like, I don't remember her dying before, and then I watched it again today, and she died, and I'm like, what? So okay, that makes sense. Yes, uh, th- there are two endings. Which one did I send? You sent the one with her throat being cut. But I've seen the other one too. Okay. So I just thought I was going crazy. Okay. And today. Yeah, you there are, are going crazy. Well, that I is am. true. There are two I'm endings crazy. for the film. There is one where she cuts her throat, and, and then there's the one where she lunges at the camera. And they're the... both bad. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> so we know what Donovan thinks. <laughs> let's talk about the ending. Donovan, you can go first. I can go first, I think. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, both endings are bad. I never saw the one where she cut her throat. Um, but that just doesn't make sense. Why would you possess someone so you can kill them? Like, Well, they're, the reason that they did the, the cut the throat ending was... It, that was, like, I guess the happy ending. That was the original ending before sort of, like, the, the studio came in and decided to make it, like, a more vague ending. This movie. That's true. All right, it, it, all right well... Uh, <laughs> the sequence of events at the end were dumb. It, I mean, just none of it made sense. They kept ignoring all these warnings uh, and just going back to life like nothing crazy was happening to them. Like, let's just go to bed. Maybe sleep in separate rooms. Maybe, like, one of you... Why not? Why aren't they mixing it up? Why aren't they trying things to, like, you know... What, I mean, every time something happens... Mika just walks into the dark hallway and says, where are you? Show yourself. Blah, blah, blah. Like, what are you doing? Y'all aren't doing anything to combat this thing. The guy already came. He told you he's not the one to help you. You need to find somebody else to help you. They didn't find anybody else. They just went to bed, and now they're both dead. And I'm happy they're dead because they were boring people. <laughs> well, damn. Ooh, okay. 
It's not a story worth telling. It's not a tale as old as time. <laughs> it very well may be. It took as long as time to finish. <laughs> Mark, tell us about the ending. The ending was very abrupt. It was like, oh, so this it? Because you was sitting there watching the entire movie waiting for something like big to just go down. And so you get to this. It, just, it was so random. You see him go into the hallway, you hear scuffling. Or, no, you see her get pulled into the hallway, him running down there after her. Then next thing you know, he's flown into the camera. And then here she comes, like you said. Uh, it's just like... Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Him getting thrown to the camera, that was a good jump scare. Although it was kind of ruined in the damn commercials. It really from was. way back in the day, but still, it was. I thought it was still a very effective jump scare. It was. It was an effective jump scare, but it was just like that's it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, so that's the big scare of the entire movie because I was waiting for somebody to get their head yanked across the room. You know, she was yanked off the bed, which it was kind of funny because like she slipped and then, <laughs> but you know, they, they he drug her away. But I was like, that's it. I don't know. Just that's all I got from it. Like that's it. Like. Okay, the demon possessed her, but now what's going to happen? You know, that was it. She's just going to sit her ass in that house and be born again because the demon is born. It's a born yeah. movie. And then on top of that, it's like, okay, so if Clay said at the beginning of the movie, thanks to the families of this, this, and this, but thank the families of this person, this person, but it's like, okay, but what did y'all do after that? You know what I'm saying? Give me a blurb about what happened. Like, you know, did I think did they give a blurb at the end of the movie saying like they never saw her or something like that? Yeah. She didn't miss something. But it was still like, okay, but y'all want to release this footage to the public, why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Blair wish still had a better ending. I'm just saying. Oh boy. Legionnaire. Um Yeah, I I, I guess I would have probably have been better served with the ending where he got thrown because that's not what I saw so it just ended really strange it's like okay he goes downstairs he's obviously dead then she comes up and cuts her throat and and that's it it's like oh okay there's nothing else we don't get any sense of what's really happening or it was very abrupt and very unsatisfying like the whole movie wow Cynthia, save us, because I know you approve a thing more than they do. Um, <clears throat> see, the thing is... Cynthia, save the legacy of paranormal activity. Hold on. Since oh, no. the Katie's calling I her. watched this movie, I've seen it, like, I've always watched the whole thing at once. Like, I just binge-watch. So it makes sense altogether. Alone. You're like, what? Exactly. But I like the end where she kills herself more than the end, more than the ending where she disappears into the night. Just because, like, it would make sense that this thing that's been haunting you just wanted to kill you rather than just, like, wants you to go into the forest and do what? Find now? a baby. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe. Hold on. There was an end. There was an ending where she walked into the forest. No, I'm just saying. I don't know where she went when she (laughs) left. (laughs) So I'm giving her a good. She went to go find Heather from the Blair Witch. (laughs) (laughs) She was standing in the corner. Oh God. Maybe that's what she did. But yeah, it makes sense that like, okay, yeah, I killed this guy because it was annoying me as a demon, 
And now, oh, I thought you were talking about Micah. Yeah, and now I'm going to kill the person I really came here to kill. Which is? Um, I can't remember her name. Her name's very forgettable. <laughs> Just like her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I like the ending. Um, Do you? I did. I like the one where she lunges at the camera the most. Because um, that's the one that I saw in the theater. So that's the one that I was introduced to. And, um, yeah, like, I like, you know, it took a long time, um, without some dope beats to step to. Um, <laughs> thank you. Some, pe- <laughs> some people caught the reference. <laughs> but, it, it, I mean, it took. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. But I was going to say, I mean, it took forever to, for this to happen. And I wish that things would have gone like batshit crazy, like sooner. Because if if it would have just ramped up just a teeny tiny bit more, like even, you know, if that whole scene at the end, because like sometimes like the final scene of a movie can last for a long time. I mean, I, we just experienced that with Scream where like the final scene of the movie is like, you know, the the second half of the movie, you know, it all takes place at uh, Stu's house. So if they would have expanded on that final night you know, maybe, you know, by at least 10 additional minutes to, so that, you know, things slowly would have ramped up on that night so that the suspense would have built up versus all of a sudden it's that night, you know, I remember in the theaters because like when people got really into it, like people got into it and when she was like standing over him and like the hours passed everyone was like oh like something crazy gonna happen and it didn't she was just standing over him for like 20 she just hours laid her ass back down and went to bed <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> so you know i mean it was it was a bit merch but um i did enjoy it for what it was mark you wanted to talk a little bit mm-hmm. more about the legacy well kind of just to see the sequel because um that's why I I would say the sequel had way better pacing. And like you just said, they'd have, like... Because I don't know how long this movie was supposed to take place. Like, all the tapes and everything. I don't know if it was two weeks, a month. But that's just too long. Five for years. Not... What? Jeez, mm-hmm. my five years. It's just, like, if it was, <laughs> like... It felt like five years. <laughs> it was, like, if it was, tw- like, two or three it days. Three it, was th- it was three weeks. It was three weeks. If it had been that, two yeah. or three days. You know, yeah, that... it, yeah. If all this stuff had been ramped up... Like by the third day, then you've been like, okay, let's call. No, by the second day, you call. No, third day, you call a demonologist or whoever you come over. And then, like Jeff said earlier, like the last two nights or something like that, like they probably couldn't get out the house or something like that. And then they just like have all this stuff happen to them. The demon's constantly playing with them. And you can see that Santa's slowly like being taking his toll, you know what I'm saying? So. That, but it seems to me like they learned their lesson in the second movie. And spoiler for whoever's not seen the second movie, but it just seemed like a lot more stuff was going on. The young daughter, the teenage daughter in that movie, oh, poor child. She was proactive. She went yeah. and said, "No, this is what's going on." Their sick, their maid was the one who went got some information. I think she was the one who pretty much saved them. But I just want to talk about this part of the second movie because it made the first movie, it, it made up for a lot of the vague, unknown backstory for the first movie. 
the whole demon they made a they they made a deal with the demon when there was kids and the demon he said something like pretty much your firstborn child is mine when he is born they just because i think katie's sister was possessed mm-hmm. in that movie and so but then they was trying to get the kid and so the husband and the the daughter and the um bruja side is like you know what let's send it to katie now that was the shadiest move in horror movie history up to that point <laughs> because Ooh. I was like, so she just all of a sudden woke up one morning this demon was attached to her. And I thought that was the shadiest moment in horror movie history up to that point because it made so much sense for why everything was just so vague because they didn't know what was going on. Katie's memory was bl- blanked out and it just made the most sense. That's why I say they both had to be watched together. And I mm-hmm. think that the second movie is a way better movie than the first one. That's why I compare it to The Godfather, because a lot of people say Godfather 2 is, like, you know, the best one out of the whole series. Mm. So, um, but I was going to just mention that because, again, if you just walked at this movie and was like, I don't care no more, I understood because it doesn't explain much. But if you watch the second movie and then go back and watch the first movie, it all makes so much more sense. And then just watch all the movies while you're at it, Donovan. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And much like in Three Men and a Baby, the ghost of Marlon Brando makes a cameo. Uh, I can't with you. You don't know about the ghost in Three Men and a Baby? Yeah, there was no ghost. There was a cutout of Ted dancing. Have you seen it close up? That shit don't look nothing like Ted dancing. It was a cutout of Ted dancing. Were you there? (laughs) Yes. I was the baby. You were the baby. <laughs> I'm just gl- I'm just glad these people died. I would be I would have been at their funeral like no one cared. Oh glad my they're god. dead. They were so mm. boring. Oh my god, I can't. I paid that. my money to watch this. Well, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Let's check to see if paranormal activity has won any awards. And, unfortunately for Donovan, it has. <laughs> awards are crap. What do awards mm. mean? Nothing. Donovan, okay. don't be salty. Like, don't be like Salty? In the year 2010, it won a Teen Choice Award <gasps> for Choice mm. Movie Horror <laughs> Thriller. <laughs> and it was nominated for Choice Movie Actor Horror Thriller, Micah Sloat. Ew, really? Wow. You see what that award award is worth. I think it's like a surfboard. So, you know, it has a dual purpose. In 2007, at Scream Fest, it won the festival trophy. Best Actress, Katie Featherston. And it won... Demon was a better actor. And it won Honorable Mention, Oren Pelly for the director. And uh, what's the other win? I think those are all the wins. Yeah, three wins. It was it was nominated for Scream Awards, for Rondo Haddon Classic Horror Awards. It was nominated for a People's Choice Award, Favorite Independent Movie. And for an MTV Movie Award for Best Scared as Shit Performance. Although shit has two asterisks in it. Because it's MTV and they're trying to be edgy. Um, Kitty Featherston. 
was nominated for that. And it was also nominated for a Fangoria Chainsaw Award in the year 2010 Best Wide Release Film. Oh, this is funny. Donovan will like this. At the 2010 Fangoria Chainsaw Awards, it had two nominations. The first nomination, Best Wide Release Film. The second nomination, Worst Film. Yeah. You should have took that one, huh? <laughs> it was just nominated. Okay, and over on Rotten Tomatoes, in their fresh meter, this is 83% fresh. <laughs> Certified fresh baby. See, how this has a fresh rating and Saw does not is beyond <laughs> me. It's not Suspiria, though. True. Suspiria was decent. What? If no. compared to this. At least stuff happened. <laughs> oh, and this shares with Suspiria because there are witches in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn witches. Much later on in the series, right, Mark? Yeah. You need to watch mm. the whole yeah. thing. There's a coven and everything. That was that that shocked me because I'm like that's and that's why I was saying the mythology just gets richer until it gets to the point where it doesn't pay off. Yeah, in the Spanish version, there are brujas. Yes, it's just Spanish for witch. Yes. Yeah. But uh, let's hand out our own awards, because those are the ones that really count, not uh, Fangoria and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, the creepiest moment. Ooh. I don't have one. I'm sorry. I just want to hear what y'all got to say. Um, What was creepy about this movie? Wait, it could be, like, at the end, when he brings her back to bed, or she finds her way back into bed. And he's like, oh, let's go. The car is packed. And she's like, no, let's stay. I'm happy here. <laughs> she said it just like that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ooh, it got her. And she's happy. So I knew something was about to go down, even though it was like three minutes till the end. That was demon was all up in her guts. So the creepiest movie came three minutes before the movie ended. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm gonna give it to like the stomping noises and uh, the uh, paw prints. The hooves mm. uh, in uh, the baby powder. For me, I guess I would give it this. I would give it the fact that when the, the, the um, doctor or whatever told her the house is not haunted, it's you. Now that's creepy because... But that like, was also the read of the night. Oh, <laughs> child! Yeah, that's clearly the reason. Filmmakers getting y'all to sit through this. Mm. <laughs> Hashtag hater. You know what's also creepy? You know, the second time he comes in, and he's like, "Yeah, I shouldn't be here. They're not happy that I'm here. Goodbye." <laughs> that was another read. Well, see, yeah. here's my thing. Why were they happy? Why were they unhappy that you were there if you couldn't? Like, if they knew you were no threat to them, why would they care? Again, it's a rapist demon who doesn't want (laughs) other men around his thing. He's also part goat. Yeah, so he's just like, yeah, this Mm. is my female. All males are not welcome. And so, like, yeah, that's my theory. Demon goat. He wasn't that threatened by Micah, though. But, I mean, there's probably other reasons. Micah said they could have sex in 10 minutes. I don't think anyone's mm. written by that. Mm. 
Definitely not a selling point. Yeah. <laughs> we should say it. Sometimes I mean, you've it just depends, got a bust. Depends mm. on what you want to move for. I mean, it can be... Mm, no. No. no not ever okay like, right. <laughs> i was reading the um another option ending that i've never seen which could have probably been a very much better ending she and walks I, into the woods no uh i think she ends up killing micah and then her friend comes over her friend calls her but she's still in the room and then you hear the friend come downstairs to the house scream run out then the cops show up and the cops end up killing her when she approaches him with the bloody knife. And that seemed like it would have more action than the other two endings did. But that's to me is shocked. But it's severely shocked. unrealistic. Yeah, I just gave you a truncated version of what I just read. <laughs> so, no, I'm just comparing <laughs> it to real life. It's not that unrealistic. Did it's... you hear about that uh, lady that got shot when she complained to the cops and then the cops arrived? She went to uh, the front door. Oh, yeah. Tapped on the window and they shot her through the window. Oh. Yeah, these streets are rough. The moment that made you gag. Donovan, the whole movie. <laughs> it me. How do you mean get gag and disgust that I just wasted my time on this? Yes, I was, I was gag. I was very gagged. You need a uh, practice. <laughs> no comment. I'm not commenting on that. <laughs> I'm not touching that. Just that's what Katie said every night to Micah. <laughs> I'm not touching that. Well, if, it, if it was with Micah, then no practice needed because you know it will be done in 10 minutes. Wow. Mm. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, 10 minutes is a long time depending on what you're For the saying. whole thing, though? Not the whole right. thing. Wow, not the whole thing. Just the just the head. Like, yeah, he didn't seem like he was in a mood to like let's do this now. So I guess that's a slow paced ten minutes. Mm. Mm. The most shocking moment. Mm. Saying he only needed ten minutes. <laughs> that wasn't that was shocking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cynthia, that's when Cynthia walked out. She was that like, is, yeah. yeah. She was like, no, this ain't realistic for me. I honestly will say the hooves or the hooves mm. or whatever was the only semi-interesting part of the movie because I'm like, oh, it's an actual hooved demon walking around their house. But mm. there's no payoff ever at any point. Yeah, but you know what I didn't get to? Like, is it a demon with two legs that just happened to have hooves? Or is it like a center kind of demon? And if it is a centaur, where's the other two back legs? Well, there are minotaurs. Okay, okay, that's a thing too. They don't have the back half. Actually, none of these are things, but okay. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You didn't watch American Horror Story Coven. It's a thing. (laughs) I did, and I watched the uh, Roanoke one, and I think there was some similar sort of beast in that as well. No, that one was the Piggy Man. I thought there was, like, something with horns. It was a pig. Uh, I think there was another demon in that one. I do think there was another demon in that And the kill of the night? No one died on camera. I guess it'd be, like, Micah. Micah, I guess. I mean, but we don't know that he's dead. No, he's dead. (laughs) He didn't live on for the sequels. (laughs) 
Besides the flashbacks. You don't know that until the sequels. Well, that is true, too. Alright, my peoples, now it's time to rank this movie in our special Horror Hotel categories. Oh, God. This is going to be fun. I can already tell. We've got <laughs> The Screamer for films that are filled with scares. Gutbuster, films that are grotesque. Eye Popper, films that are visually impressive. Gravedigger, films that lack scares. And Mind Blower for overall best in show. And I'm going to rip the band-aid off and go with Donovan first. I mean, obviously, Gravedigger. There was nothing in this that was scary, creepy, interesting. It, it was like sipping on a bowl of tap water. Is it like lukewarm tap water or ice cold? Room temperature. Oh. Just nothing. Legionnaire? Oh, I would have to give it a grave digger as well. I think anything that could have been scary was was just diluted by the fact that it took us forever to get there. Legionnaire did not like the scenic route. Cynthia Boyede? I would give it a mind-blower watching it with all the other movies so like a binge watch mind blower of like every single could... one even yeah. the marked ones i love you the marked ones you could skip that if you're if you're um sleepy if you're getting tired you could skip it but yeah just like watch it with the rest and then you understand why it's so great it sucks alone and if you're planning to watch just one Donovan, then it sucks. But if you're watching it with everything else, then you're like, okay, that makes sense. Now I remember why this is so great. So I got to watch six, seven hours of content just so I can find one and a half hours of content relevant. You could just watch, oh wait, so you, you could watch four hours of content to find the one and a half relevant. We're going to visit Donovan <laughs> on Halloween and we're going to tie him to the chair and make him watch every single paranormal activity movie now ever created. Nice. Now, now Donovan <laughs> might sit there and pop aside that appeal of his damn tongue and sit there <laughs> bite the We'll give him a saw <laughs> and we'll see what happens. So I could have both be... <laughs> <laughs> That's 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 deep. That's very deep. It's not that bad. Might as well just watch the movies in the time it takes you to saw off both feet. He'll You'd put be me done. in that room full of razor wire and put this movie on. <laughs> My ass would be halfway mm. to the door, bled out. That would hurt Cynthia's feelings. I'm sad. Mm. I was hoping we'd watch this movie together. All all six of them. Wait, seven? It's six. It's six. Yeah. Oh, you know there's going to be another one. Like, yeah, now that they are revitalizing Saw, exactly. they're going to revitalize this one. Because it was almost like one year it was Saw, then the next year it was Paranormal. Then one year it was Saw. Mm-hmm. I think they they even, like, were released at some point, both of them in the same month. I think felt that like. was the first movie and the last Saw movie. I could be wrong, though. Because Paranormal Activity took over the Saw. Oh, okay, um, well, it was something like that, yeah, where... Like, one bled into the other one, basically. Mm. Mm. Paranoid Saw. <gasps> oh, Imagine that might be kind of good. Together. Yes. Katie and Billy the Puppet have a baby. Ooh. Mark, what about you? Your categories, please. 
You said it's Mind Blower's best in show, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Grave Digger. Oh, God, no. I was expecting bum, better. Bum, wait, wait, wait. Grave Digger, yet it's a best in show because of what it did for the foul footage. I reason I give it the best in show at Grave Digger is because, again, I feel like it set up the more superior, better movie, which was the sequel slash... It was a parallel sequel because why? Yeah, it was a parallel sequel to this movie right here, and I feel like it's set up for that one. But standalone Grave Digger, because I was just like, okay, who cares? You know, by the end of the movie, because I, I felt duped. <laughs> I mean, I, I was excited for the movie. I was so excited for it, and after the movie ended, I was like, oh, that was a creepy end. Like you sitting there just looking like, wait a minute. Hold up, and then all the stuff started popping up, and you're like, okay, stop, because you, you tell yourself to stop overanalyzing stuff and just enjoy the movie, but you can't, and that's what happened to me, and that's why I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's a grave digger. So. Someone actually took me to the movies as a date to watch this movie. I guess he was hoping I'd get scared and, like, lean clothes and he'd cup a feel, but, oh. yeah, it wasn't that scary, so nothing happened. So it ain't got to be scary for him to cop a feel. <laughs> Especially if he's got yeah. 10 minutes for you. <laughs> I am... I'm bucking the trend. And I'm going to give it a screamer. Not necessarily because it was terrifying, but the first time that I saw it in theaters, it was creepy. Like, a couple of the jump scares did get me, which um, I liked. The jump scares that took place in the theater when the people jumped up out their seats to leave, or the jump scares? Well, that was fascinating, <laughs> observing that. But, um, like, the lunging at the camera, and uh, there were, there like, the couple moments at the end, when she lunged at the camera when I was in the theaters, I didn't know what the hell was going on. So, it was creepy enough for me, because I like a good sort of haunted house you know, spooky house, demonic possession story. And so I liked that aspect of it. Seeing it later, you know, like after seeing it the first time, you don't really get the same type of feel. Mm. So I can see how seeing it again, the scare factor wasn't really there. But the storyline was still creepy enough for me. And... uh, Mind blower just because of the whole found footage legacy and this for some people fortunately for some people unfortunately spawning so many found footage movies I mean so many so many the devil inside now it is time to rate the movie on a scale of 1 to 10 Hotel room keys, the point system is allowed. And yes, I'm ripping the band-aid off first. Donovan. <laughs> One, because zero's not a number. Ugh. I just have a thing. Like One is the loneliest number. Alright, so I explained this earlier. A film can be bad if it wants to be. But do not bore me. Because then you're just wasting my time. The fact that nothing in this movie happened until the very end. So you're essentially left with two characters. And the characters they give you for this duration are so boring. And not just boring, but annoyingly so. So 
it's just there was nothing in this film that could save it pretty much for me. And these like jump scares at the end, I don't care. It's like whatever. By that time, I got my purse and I'm walking towards the like you ever been in a theater where I, I rarely walk out of movies but I will collect my things and stand at the exit and wait for the last five minutes to be over just so that as soon as it's done, I could get to the door. Like, this would be one of those movies for me. You didn't like the bug in the beginning? I want no damn bug. (laughs) (laughs) Legionnaire. Um, There's only one way to go, and that's up with Legionnaire. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I'm going to score this one a... I'm gonna score it at five. Mm. Yeah, and that's and, and that's and that's being generous. Okay. I think I'm gonna go next. I'm trying to do it in order, but I'm not forcing mm. y'all to like pick a higher number, but I feel like I'm going mm. in the right direction where I'm going sequentially, maybe. I'm <laughs> going to give it a uh, seven and a half. Because uh, the first time around, when I saw it in the movie theaters, I did enjoy it. Like, seeing it afterwards, I mean, it has a lot of faults to it. And and I agree with the rest of you that I don't think you necessarily need to see the other movies. But if you want to enjoy the mythology, or if you want to, like, learn a little bit more about what's going on, you do kind of have to see the other movies, to, or at least a couple of them, to, tr- like, sort of understand the mythos that they're building in the Paranormal Activity franchise. Um, Personally, I did like the Marked Ones. I thought the Marked Ones was a really good movie, but also um, it tangentially deals with, like, the KE possession drama. So it it kind of is its own story that explains other stuff. But um, that's neither here nor there, because we're not talking about the Marked Ones. Um, So, yeah, so seven and a half. um, I do like the ending i i like all the creep factors even though uh, donovan would disagree and legionnaire would too but uh but i i thought it was creepy enough and um yeah so i'm gonna give it seven and a half cynthia Ooh. well <laughs> okay i just want to do a disclaimer of my own oh i like it if i give another movie a 10 don't judge that movie please and thank you. That's all I'm going to say now. <laughs> I'm giving this movie a 10. Oh! <laughs> I'm expecting it. If you're coming with those room keys, you better bring the rest of the movies along with you. If not, you can just return five of the room keys back. But I'm giving it a 10 because it's like one of like, it's a family favorite too for my family because we're weird people. And it's just good together if you're alone and lonely and you want to see a movie that would scare you enough to go out this can do it like all six of them will do it for you so it's just great i like paranormal activity it's sweet and funny and annoying and scary at times it's great micah deserves to die oh wow and that's all i'm going to say Cynthia, I was not expecting that from you, but that was a nice little hashtag plot twist. Mm. Yes, but I love how you mm. left me out there to dry when I was talking about it being scary. <laughs> because the Bobsy twins were judging me for, so- for saying it was creepy. 
I'm just See, saying. I'm Nigerian. Spiritual stuff scares us because Nigeria is very religious and we believe in all these things. I know. So, and and you yeah. were possessed as a child. Yes, I was. Yes. Yeah. Seriously possessed. I think the demon sometimes is still sometimes is still lurking around, but yeah, you're right. Wait, I have to check behind me. I don't know what's going on. Um, Mark, <laughs> what about you? I'm going to give it seven hotel keys. <laughs> Only because, like Cynthia said, I'm putting in, and I, we are discussing paranormal activity, but I cannot talk about that movie with anybody, including this panel, without talking about paranormal Ruining activity. Ruining the other too. ones. But just two. Because I feel like that's what everything made. It was a more cohesive story, and it's like it to me. It was a two was a more cohesive story. It enhanced the viewing of the first movie. Personally, I feel like you only have to watch the first three and the March ones because four was just horrible, and six just left me disappointed because the last one and it was just a regular movie. You know, if you're going out, go all balls to the wall, you know, with it. But they just was like, here's another movie. And it's the end. And I'm like, bullshit. Because well, so, I don't think they thought it was going to be the last one. Well, they Allegedly. should not advertise this such. It'll be That's back in five years. Well, I don't know if I'll be back. Oh. Um, but the first one, I give it a seven, only because it produced a way better sequel. And of its... You know, you know how I rank, rank stuff here. I honor its contribution to the horror genre. And I'll be lying if I say it didn't affect the found footage genre. It didn't, I mean, um, the subgenre, and that it didn't, you know, put horror on the map. You know, it was it was at least something for people to look forward to on Halloween every year. It was a staple. It's a staple mm-hmm. in the horror community, and I would be amiss if I didn't um, acknowledge that as a student of the horror genre. So, so take that, Bobby wow. Twins. No, that wasn't know. a read to y'all. I'm just saying. <laughs> You know, to Jeff, everything's a read, even when it's not a read. It's read adjacent. Read adjacent? <laughs> now, I'm going to start using that one. I'm going to start using that one. That was a read adjacent yes. when I talked to my family members. <laughs> yeah. Donovan, I heard you have roaches in your bathroom. What? Don't play with me. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a whole drama. No, I know what it is. Instagram. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. All right, everybody. On that note, please drag your bodies away from the ballroom and prepare to check out. Join us next time for a brand new installment of Horror Hotel. Once again, here's one of our bellhops with a few special announcements. Good evening. We thank you for your patronage. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Hotel. Follow Panpichulo Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Panpichulo Radio. For more information on Horror Hotel, visit panpichuloradio.com slash horrorhotel. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at panpichuloradio.com. Help support Panpichulo Radio financially by visiting Go fund me.com slash radio 
Are you interested in joining the Pampichulo radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at panpichuloradio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Panpichulo radio programs by visiting panpichuloradio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Panpichulo Radio's Horror Hotel and subscribe. We hope you've brought your death certificate. Make final arrangements now. <laughs> Thank you. My fellow Horror Hotel team, please wish our hotel guests and the listeners a good night. Good night, listeners. Good night. Sorry y'all had to through this. Ooh. Wow. Excuse <laughs> you. They came here for my voice. <laughs> oh. Cynthia. <laughs> I meant the movie. Cynthia, say goodnight to Katie. Night, Katie, friend. See you tomorrow night. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. You may have checked into the Horror Hotel, but who says you're allowed to check out? Good night.